Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, a look at music's effect on our everyday lives. At Enhanced Life with Music, we believe that music and music making has value for all of us humans, regardless of age or where we live in the world, or whether we will eventually be a professional musician or not. We are also aware of the fact that not everyone can afford a musical instrument, and arts education funding is not particularly stable, and many schools are operating with very little, if any, music education funding. Enter Instruments in the Cloud, an online giving platform that connects donors of musical instruments and supplies with teachers and music programs. Instruments in the Cloud co-founder Caitlin Marlott is with us today to explain more about how this program works for those of us who may have a need for instruments or are on a decluttering rampage and have instruments that we want to send out into the world to enhance lives with music. Welcome to the show, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me, Mindy. I'm really excited to talk with you today. Well, Caitlin, can you start by telling us the story of how Instruments in the Cloud came to be? Yes, definitely. Well, so Instruments in the Cloud is the flagship program of a Twin Cities-based nonprofit organization named Vega Productions. And Vega Productions is, um, is 12 years old. And our mission is to increase access to music education for all students. And, uh, and we're focused in the state of Minnesota. And for years and years, the organization did its work classroom by classroom throughout Minnesota. And they saw that there was a real need to connect uh, supporters and instrument donors directly with classrooms in need instead of having sort of a hub and spoke model where instruments would come into the Twin Cities and then they would go out to, to schools across Minnesota. So they created Instruments in the Cloud, and this is the founder, Mark Gehring, who origin, originally created the, um, the platform along with a web development company called Software for Good. And Instruments in the Cloud is an online giving platform that connects supporters directly with music programs in need in their own community. And the communities that you work in, is it just in the United States? Is it outside the U.S.? Well, that's an interesting question. You know, the the biggest growth we've seen as far as teachers signing up to use this free resource has been organic growth. Um, You know, we've done some outreach, especially to music educators in Minnesota, of course. Mm. Um, But we've seen teachers sign up in Alabama and California and Washington and Maine. So just throughout the country. And then we've also received some interest from, um, from the UK and, um, and from, and from Hong Kong and (laughs) from, from all over the place. And that's, that's organic. I mean, that's people looking for a solution and finding us by searching online. So Mm -hmm. Is an online online giving platform, so I suppose that's that's the um, well. Actually, we know that that's the number one way people find us is through online search. Mm. And I love your logo. I'm going to include that in the show notes because it's just a perfect. It perfectly encapsulates what you are. Uh, so for listeners, make sure you check that out. <laughs> it's very simple, uh, but just a very cheerful too. Like you just look at it and you just kind of feel happy looking at the logo. Right. It's, it's a logo that, it, that is straightforward. It, it shows what, what we are and, and what we aim to do. And, um, and yeah, I think it does convey 
some happiness and some hope, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. together we can, because it, it's going to take all of us, right? It's going to take all of us to make music education accessible to all students, uh-huh. right? And we all can play a part in it. So. Yes. Yeah. So it sounds like Instruments in the Cloud really came out of a clear need and just kind of looking at the logistics of what's going to best fit this need. And it's not that, like you said, the hub and spoke type of an approach, but more of a donate and receive right in your own community. Exactly. And the the idea is that if you have, let's say you have a a, a trumpet that you would like to donate, and you could go to Instruments in the Cloud and find a school near you or a music program near you that's in need of that instrument. Mm. And you could drive it over, maybe drop it off on your way to work, or you could maybe, maybe it's close enough that you could walk that instrument over mm. and drop it off at the front desk. But then you have this connection, right? So I, I have a first grade, a daughter in first grade. And, you know, when she started kindergarten, I learned very quickly what it means to be part of a school community. Mm. So I get the weekly e-newsletter. I get communications from the the PTA. I'm involved and I feel like I know what's going on in that school. Mm -hmm. And I think forward to when she graduates and I won't have that same amount of information. I won't be as connected Mm -hmm. to what's going on in my school and with education in my community just because of my life stage of, you know, looking forward to being an, an empty nester, I guess, um, which I'm, I'm not looking there. <laughs> I so you won't get all those communications anymore, right? No, I have my oldest is a freshman in college. And yeah, it's a totally different situation. I mean, you don't get any information at all, unless your student provides it to you. <laughs> right. So, so it, it, you know, dropping off that trumpet is not only a win for the music program, but it, it could also be a win for that community member, right? Because it oh, reconnects yeah. them to that school just a little bit. And in the future, we hope to, that instruments in the cloud can be a way to communicate, not all the time, you know, not inundating instrument donors and other donors with, with information about that school, but what would it be like if you received a note in September that said, Thanks to you, we've got another student playing music on your trumpet. Mm, Thank you for helping us make music accessible here at the school, right? Uh, Sure. It's kind of like like a combination of matchmaking, (laughs) kind of like Tinder for music instruments, and (laughs) and also a way to build community also at the same time. It, It really is. It really is. And we hope that it will be. I mean, we've just relaunched the um, the platform with a lot of improvements um, based on teacher input and also input from instrument donors and other donors. So we've we've made some key improvements and we hope that we can add that community building aspect to it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what would it be like if that trumpet donor received an invite to the, the fall or winter concert, mm. right? Oh, and, yeah, sure. Right? And maybe they're not going to show up to to a middle school band concert, you know, with no children of their own on stage. Uh-huh. That's fair. Um, you know, and, and life gets full. And, sure. You know, I, we get that. Yep. But it's the idea. It's the statement that you are still connected mm. in this way, in sure. this community. And kind of the big idea is that 
if we can get all of these people to to support music education in a more active way, then we are building public will to support music education and arts education mm. so that the next time funding for music programs is on the chopping block um, mm. at the budget meeting, more people are willing to speak up. Yeah, they have a personal connection even right. if they don't necessarily have kids in the school at the moment. Exactly. Well, I know that the process of donating an instrument is pretty quick. If if people are listening to this right now, and they're thinking, Oh, yeah, I have these instruments, my kids are now in college, they're not playing them anymore. They don't. Um, now, if your college kids do want to play them, right. please don't give them away. <laughs> exactly. But, but you know, yeah. if, if people are listening, they have instruments gathering dust, and they're like, Oh, I would love for somebody to be able to use this and for it to bring joy to them and provide a way for them to learn music. Walk us through the process of donating an instrument. How easy and quick and painless is it? Sure, definitely. So so donor people interested in in finding a new home for for an an instrument that's collecting dust in their in their home can go to instrumentsinthecloud.org and then they'll see the page and then it at the bottom, they'll see donating to, and people can put their zip code in. So mm. I put my zip code in there and I click the big orange button that says donate now. And what I get on the next page is a number of schools near me that need instruments. And then I can filter by instrument type. So just following along with, um, well, let's go with woodwinds, right? Okay. And we can press filter at the bottom. We can get a list of instruments that are in woodwinds, and then we can select a school to mm. donate. Okay. And then on this platform now, people donating can also donate dollars for instrument repair. Mm. So that is a big deal, right? I imagine. So teachers do not have a huge endless supply of funding to repair all the, any instrument that's coming in. Yeah. And I'm sure they would like to put these instruments into circulation but let's consider that every instrument is going to need some tender, loving care in order to be playable and ready to go and give a student the best chance for success. Mm -hmm. So through this, people can donate an instrument and dollars to repair that instrument. And mm -hmm. that goes through our organization to the school. Sure. Now, if listeners are thinking, boy, I know how to repair, I am our instrument repair person. Do you have a setup where they can donate their services to repair instruments? Oh, that would be wonderful. So <laughs> I have a healthy respect for musical instrument repair technicians. And so if they head to the bottom of the page and click contact us, mm. there's a form, it says drop us a line. And that is the main form where we receive um, all kinds of inquiries and ideas and feedback and questions, of course. And we try to check that every day and respond, okay. respond to those. Okay. So so that is the quickest and easiest way for, right. yeah. Right. And before we leave that process, the different steps of donating an instrument, that, that last step is to deliver the instruments or supplies to the music program who's using it. There's also collection sites too. Like I know Schmidt Music is a collection site. So if somebody wants to donate to a particular program or school, but maybe they are not really that close and they are fairly close to a Schmidt Music, walk us through that process. How that works to actually deliver the instrument. Definitely. So Schmidt Music has been an inveterate partner with Vega and has collected donated musical instruments at all of their 
stores at all of their locations. And then those instruments uh, go to the Brooklyn Center warehouse and, and either I pick them up or a volunteer picks them up and brings them to our storage unit in Hopkins. So Hopkins, Minnesota. So, uh, so for donors, if, uh, for instance, I just had someone who had a couple alto saxophones they wanted to donate. And I thought, wow, that's wonderful. That's so generous. I asked, where are you located? Because these days, if I don't ask where you're located, it ends up being, you know, on an island off the coast of Washington state <laughs> or something like that. It's, it's never as simple as Excelsior or. <laughs> So, so I asked, and, and they live in Belle Plaine. And so I said, you know, we don't have any schools yet near Belle Plaine, any music programs who have signed up on Instruments in the Cloud. So I'm not aware of a, of a need that's near you, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, but there is a Schmidt music that is fairly near to you. So if you could go drop those uh, saxophones off at Schmidt Music, we will be able to use them. Mm. And what instruments do you take? I don't think you take pianos and organs, right? Is it band and orchestra instruments? We take everything except for pianos and organs. Okay. We received tabla drums. We have received a Celtic harp. We received all kinds of neat instruments. We've also received some instruments that I like to call the unicorns of instrument donation. (laughs) So so like an upright bass or a tuba. I remember one Giving Tuesday, which is like a a national day of giving. It's after Cyber Monday and Mm. Black Friday and all of that, Uh right? So Giving Tuesday... Our big win is that we received a tuba through okay. Instruments in the Cloud. <laughs> and it was such a, such a unicorn of instrument donation. I would love to receive a like a timpani. That's another uh-huh. example of an instrument, uh, it, uh, a unicorn of instrument donation. Oh, okay. Any particularly memorable donations or donors or recipients over the years that you can tell us about? Oh, that's, that's a great question. I think uh, it's always a thrill to try to get an upright bass into a car, right? <laughs> and I know that, and, and you, you never know if that's going to be there at an instrument pickup. We also pick up instruments at um, Growth Music and Cadenza mm-hmm. Music in Bloomington and St. Paul, respectively. Uh-huh. So sometimes that's easier for donors too. Uh, so you just never know what's going to what's going to show up. And sometimes it really is like Antiques Roadshow, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you open the, the cases, I think I think the most memorable pickup for me was a a woman in Edina who had two violins. And she also had a couple of other instruments that she donated. But the two violins were um, her full-size violin that she purchased. And then her daughter's, I think it was a half-size violin. And they the daughter had continued to play, but they still had this half-size violin. Mm. And she said, you know, I purchased this full-size violin so that I could learn to play along with with my daughter. And those are some of my happiest memories as a music parent, right? And she helped me 
load the instruments into the back of my car. And she, she needed to take one last look at those. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is certainly pre pandemic. Um, it was clear she needed a hug. <laughs> so, so I gave her a hug and there were some tears shed on both of our parts. Sure. Um, because I was a very new mom at the time. And uh-huh. so I was imagining this scenario for myself. So that was really memorable. Oh, yeah. And, and then we also have the instrument drives that we've done with, mostly we work with students who are just really motivated. So it's a Girl Scout doing her Gold Award or, mm. um, or a Boy Scout doing his Eagle Scout mm. project. And they are motivated to support something that's given so much to them mm-hmm. and to their high school and middle school experience. Music has really been a part of their life for most of their life. And so being able to work with students to deliver a large number of instruments, like 50 instruments mm-hmm. or 40 instruments to a new and growing music program and just seeing how how that can help build momentum and build mm-hmm. support for a program. Those are also wonderful, wonderful days. Oh, highlights. I imagine. Well, we've talked year. quite a bit about the donation process. Tell us a little bit about the recipient process. What is the process for teachers and music programs to sign up with your program? It is a free resource. Talk to us yes. about the process of signing up. Yes. So, so teachers can use Instruments in the Cloud as a free resource to quickly communicate their their program needs. So signing up for for a classroom page or a program page takes about 20 minutes. And let's see, I review all, all of the, we, we get all kinds of people signing up um, for, for different reasons. So I verify that they're music educators mm-hmm. and that they're working on building a music program. And then um, I approve them and they're, they're kind of off to the races. So they can mm-hmm. create a page that tells about what's going on in their classroom and their program. And they can add some, some photos as well. And then they can um, create a wish list of instruments that they need for their program to grow their program. So then that wish list becomes searchable. It goes into our database and that way people can find that need. Okay. I'm picturing traditional K through 12 band and orchestra programs. What are some of the other classroom or music program settings where your instruments end up finding homes like camps or senior centers? You know, mostly it, it has been focused on music in schools. Okay. Um, but we do have some, some programs that happen after school that are outside of, of school. So, um, guitar programs, both in school and outside of school are, are very popular. Mm-hmm. And that's great because we, we also get a lot of guitar donations mm-hmm. and a lot of inquiries about from people looking looking to place that guitar that is just collecting dust on mm-hmm. the stand in the corner. Mm-hmm. And you are a 501c3 tax exempt nonprofit. So if listeners want to donate an instrument, if they want to donate an instrument and money to repair it, if they want to donate just money, supplies, it is a tax deductible organization. Anyone else that should consider contacting you besides people donating instruments? What kind of supplies are typically donated? Well, sometimes we get donations of reeds or neck straps, or um, I know Schmidt Music in the past has also donated uh, like slide oil and cork grease um, and rosin. 
So, okay. uh, so that, and, and sometimes, um, chin rests and, um, and about music stands. Yes. So we've also received music stand donations and that, that really has come in handy. I mean, you know, there are a variety of, and people listening all know the variety of music stands mm-hmm. from the sturdy, the sturdy ones to the kind of flimsy fold up ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they all, matter and they all find homes. We had a new music teacher who in her first year was building a program at a school and another program had said, you could borrow these music stands. And she said, great. So I have music stands for my classroom. And then midway through the year, the, the other program contacted her and they said, we're going to need those music stands back Aww. and pronto, right? <laughs> and we're, we're coming to pick them up on Thursday. Aww. So imagine being a new music teacher your first year and you think, you know, we're all set. We've got instruments. We've got music stands. We've got music. We've got students who are super excited, uh-huh. right? And and I'm going to put my knowledge to use, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to do what I wanted to do all this time, right? And I've spent all this time, you know, learning how to do this. And now we are in action, uh-huh. right? And then someone pulls the rug out from under you, right? <laughs> right. And kidding. says, funny thing, you're going to have to do this without music stands. So we were able to deliver 35 music stands to this teacher uh-huh. in short order. And you know what? Most of them were the, the fold up kind yeah. of music stands. And we delivered them in, let's see, I think they fit in either two or three large buckets. Mm-hmm. So okay. <laughs> so we delivered these, you know, in short order, and we, we had them at our storage unit. And it made all the difference. And she said, actually, having these fold up uh, music stands is really useful because then I can transform my music room and into different, yeah. uh, different setups more for different grades. Sure. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one, one thing I forgot to mention yeah. is that, and it's, it's sort of this new, well, it, it's a couple years old. We have a connection with the, at the Minnesota Southeast Technical College, they have a, a band instrument repair program. Mm. Um, and this is the program in Red Wing. So it's the Red Wing School of Band Instrument Repair. And every year they're looking for instruments that are broken, right? And that need a lot of repair, like a complete repadding for clarinets or alto saxophones or flutes, something that that's worth taking apart completely for their students. So yeah. they have been looking for 48 clarinets, 48 trumpets, 24 trombones, 24 flutes, and 24 alto saxophones. Ah. And we <laughs> have plenty of broken instruments. I mean, that's something we're, we're flush with, right? <laughs> and so it really was a perfect match. So we've worked with the Red Wing School of Band Instrument Repair for a few years now, and they have been able to provide playable, completely repaired musical instruments to us for an average of $50 in repair costs. So in the past few years, we've received anywhere between 75 and 150-ish musical instruments that are ready to go for music programs, um, mostly in our state, but also outside of our state as well. Oh, very cool. What a win-win situation. It really is. So that's something that we're always 
raising money for um, people can adopt an instrument for $50. Mm. And it's just a really nice way for people to, you know, maybe honor a loved one or give a gift to a loved one, or just an easy, quick, concrete way to support music education. Sure. And if people want to adopt an instrument in that way, is there information on your website about that? There is. And I'll also provide a link for the show notes as well. Okay, wonderful. That would be a great Christmas idea too for someone to donate the, you know, adopt an instrument in someone's name as a gift. It has been a really well-received gift and one that people go to year after year we're seeing, which is wonderful. Mm, Neat. Well, I'll include lots of links in the show notes of ways that listeners can get in touch with Instruments in the Cloud, your website, your socials. I ask all my guests to close out our conversation with a musical ending, a coda, by sharing a song or a story about a moment that music enhanced your life. We've gotten lots of great stories. Do you have a song that you're going to be able to share with us today? I do. I do. And it's one of my favorite songs I've ever heard a middle school band play and now a high school band. And this comes from one of the very first uh, musical instrument donations that we were able to make supporting a new, a then new music program at Hmong College Prep Academy in St. Paul, mm-hmm. Minnesota. And this was a, a new program and they had received funding to purchase about 30 instruments. So they were on their way, right? And they had I think they had 33 students in that first class that were really interested in playing music and being part of a band program. And they they quickly found in the next year that of a class of 90 incoming sixth graders, 45 were interested in being part of band in the second year. So the enthusiasm had grown, right? It, it had quickly reached the grade that was coming in into that next year. And so they needed instruments pretty urgently. So I worked with a Girl Scout who was doing her gold award. And together we gathered instruments and dollars to provide a total of 50 musical instruments to this program to make sure that this second year of students could play. Mm. And so one of the songs that they play is called With Cooperation Brings Prosperity. Mm. And this has been described to me as the Hmong cultural anthem. This is a song that everyone would hear and know in the Hmong community, but it had not been arranged for something like a middle school band, right? And so the teachers, it was um, band director Roy Pinar and the choir teacher, Cindy Pierce, got together and said, how can we arrange this for, for this group of students to play for their family and their community? And so they, they arranged it and um, worked with the students to perform it. And so this was one of the first performances of this song, which was originally written by Mr. Yang Dao. And I could see in the audience how much it meant to the community Mm. and to all the parents, right, who had Mm -hmm. been listening to the squawking and squeaking and, (laughs) right, and they, they were really kind of in their first year of being music parents in Mm. a school music program. And, 
So that was a surprise, I'm sure, for them. And they heard the song and everyone just, just knew it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it really connected the community mm-hmm. and was something that the band program could perform that was very meaningful. Very cool. It was. I was so excited to, to hear it and to learn about it. So it's still one of my favorite songs to hear performed. Oh, I can imagine. And it's performed by? By the Monk College Prep Academy, inaugural sixth grade band. And one thing that's really cool about that is I believe this first year of sixth graders, they're now seniors. Mm. So right at this very moment, they're applying for college. And this is a school that really encourages students to go on to to post-secondary education, whatever that looks like for them, whether it's a technical college, you know, or a four-year program, that's something they really encourage and support. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing what these band students do next. Thank you, Caitlin, for sharing that song and for all the work you do to enhance lives with music. I love the gift idea Caitlin mentioned of adopting an instrument in someone's name. Several years ago for a Christmas gift, my husband's stepmom requested that we make a donation in her name to a food shelf. I thought that was such a great idea, and it was meaningful to make that donation and let her know where it went. If you're interested in adopting an instrument in someone's name as a gift, you can find more information in today's show notes. Another way you can get a head start on your holiday shopping and shop with purpose is by shopping the adoption trunk show that I'm throwing for a great company called Noonday this week, the week of November 16. This is not a paid promotion. A neighbor friend introduced me to Noonday a year ago, and their mission and work really resonated with me. And they have gorgeous, unique jewelry and accessories, which doesn't hurt. Noonday works to alleviate poverty by partnering with artists and businesses around the world to create opportunities for women who are vulnerable so they can earn a sustainable income. Noonday also partners with International Justice Mission to serve people who have been victimized. I want to throw some support their way, and I'm hosting a virtual adoption trunk show. The adoption part of the trunk show means that instead of the host, me, earning a free product credit, 10% of sales from the party are given to an adopting family instead. For my trunk show, the 10% of sales will be given to a family that attends my church and is in the process of adopting five siblings through the foster system. So any purchase you make through this trunk show will be directly supporting this family and fair trade jobs for vulnerable women throughout the world. Again, none of these funds go to me or this podcast. The Trunk Show ends November 22nd. If you'd like to learn more or browse Noonday's catalog, all links are in today's show notes at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast slash episode 69. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.